When was the last time you opened Vim? I'm looking in my documents folder to see what was the last thing I worked on before swearing off code forever. <laughs> For moral reasons? Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Hey Zach. Hey Liz. I'm trying something. I'm trying. I'm trying something <laughs> new. I'm trying something. Did you like that? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? It's, hey, this is a chill podcast. We don't uh-huh. need to come in so hot. Yeah, it's been years of of coming in hot. We can come in <laughs> chill. Hey Liz, how's it? Yeah, it's you know as good as can be expected. Yeah. How are your friends, Zach? You know, it is still kind of a global pandemic and i think that is wearing um a lot of my friends are in their early to mid 20s and that's a confusing place to be so like pretty good given the time given the times and given like the circumstances i think would be my general descriptor um, but i think you are not directly asking after how my friends are doing and more about how my relationship with my friends are uh, are doing relationships with my friends are doing um and the answer is that i'm doing a thing where i i skip over the step hey jared it's a it's a fun chill podcast we make mistakes sometimes you know um we're talking about our yearly themes um i've got a yearly theme going on that in the time between being 22 and 24 i want to have gotten better at being a friend um and we are not quite halfway through that and i have made less progress on that than i had thought that i would and every time the opportunity has presented itself i feel like i have done hey let's go be good friend things and that is how my yearly theme has been going. Nice. Yeah. I also have the yearly theme of um, it's 2021. I'm going to eat my vegetables. And that's been going great. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad about that, too. Um, you I, also, I believe, have a, a yearly theme. I do. Uh, we talked about it last episode. Uh, it is the th- year of journaling. Um, and, you know. More journals are happening, significantly more, because um, it was zero, and now mm-hmm. it's one. We got uh, that's two, three, four, five, six, six, six. That is an infinite percent increase <laughs> over zero. It's six in uh one. The last 14 mm-hmm. days or so. 14 days, yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah, no, I think definitely way better. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's like, it's not quite as much journaling as I want to be doing. Um, and, but, you know, it's definitely closer than it was, which is the goal. You know, we're going for upward trend lines. Yeah. Um I in addition to actual journaling, uh I am 
easing my way back into OmniFocus. Mm-hmm. I figured out how to take a backup of everything, then clear it out, and then just put a couple things back in. Um, so that's been good. I thought about a budget app, which is not the same as having a budget app or mm-hmm. even... Or, and especially not the same as using a budget app. <laughs> but it, is, but it again, is a step past recognizing that potentially you need a budget app. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's kind of how that's going. Um, but, in you know, in the spirit of journaling, I figured I'd let everyone know how it's going. Yeah. We talked about kind of setting up the journaling habit as one of the things that was going to be make or break. I don't think we use that terminology, but I feel like that's like, if you've got a habit, it's a lot easier to keep going with it and, and De- yeah, be better definitely. most days, you know? Um, and so how has that been going? Would you say? I think I need something different than what I thought it would be. I thought it would be whenever I was about to leave the office, which I'm in most days, but uh, actually that, doesn't work at all because most of the time when I want to leave the office, I want to leave the office <laughs> and don't want to stay in the office to write a journal. Um, uh-huh. So I think I'm going to do something a little different. I'm not sure what yet. It might just be like like today. I did it before we recorded and I was like, here, you know, in in addition to whatever else I wrote, I wrote down like, hey, here are some my here are some topic ideas for the podcast later today, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know how to because I like that I like that a lot actually some like write them down without committing to them type of thing, yeah, and honestly, I think we have an awesome lineup of topics for you today, Jared, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know how to like convert that into something more general than some something that only happens once every two weeks Mm -hmm. Uh, so let's just say that i'm working on it but uh don't have anything right now yeah you're figuring it out what is your top what's your like best best journaling year related thing that you've done Either that you've been like, oh, heck yeah, that was enjoyable as journal year, or that you were like, oh, that was journal year. Uh, I'm going to follow down on that, I think. I think my best is yet to come. Ooh, I like it. (laughs) Which is another way to say none of my uh, current journaling habits have been terribly notable. (laughs) Okay, that's that's fine. The point of journaling is not to be notable. Yeah, It is to be useful for you and you exclusively so and you jared my friend yes Mm -hmm. and closest companion that being said i this may be good might not be it might might be Uh best so far i was listening to cortex episode 119 thinking fast and slow um in which they talked about the book thinking fast and slow a book i have read Mm -hmm. and Thoroughly despised for how boring it was. <laughs> um, it is uh, Daniel Kahneman is the author, right? Probably. I read it when I was like 
I don't know, 16. Yeah. Because I think Audible recommended it, and I was like, sounds interesting. And it wasn't. <laughs> Have you rated it on Goodreads to, to warn everyone else? I don't remember. Maybe I should. We'll do that live on the podcast. Um, okay. What's Yeah, so you can tell me your review as you type it into Goodreads. What's... Good reads. Uh, Were would it have been a good like blog post or medium article behind a paywall or something? Like, is there a length at which the ideas in the book would have been valuable? Um, that it just was too boring as a book. The thing is, it is an interesting concept they, i'm kind of just going to regurgitate what they said on Cort- cortex for a second okay um but it was cortex two episodes ago so uh, it's almost like new information mm-hmm. um the core idea of like having a fast thinking and slow thinking that's kind of interesting and probably not actually how brains work but it is an interesting way of framing human behavior Mm-hmm. And what I just said, that was maybe two sentences. It could be a tweet, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, it does not take very much convincing to get people to believe that, like, thinking is difficult and most of the time your brain and, you know, so uh, your brain in the way that is distinct from what I would call you because like it's not something that you do on purpose it's mm-hmm. just something that your brain does even though that is kind of what you are it you know it's yeah it thinking is easy if you don't need to be reacting maybe is easy but thinking is hard okay and like again that's just an interesting framing for some human behavior and this wasn't the point of this topic um so i'm not (laughs) (laughs) um but basically daniel kahneman has uh, does it say how many like pages yeah it's 500 pages and it does not need to be um and a lot of those 500 pages are like either examples that prove the point or constructed situations that prove the point. And this was one of the things that Mike and Gray were really upset about was like Kahneman like made up a person and then used that to prove a point about human behavior. Hmm. It could <laughs> so, have been a tweet. <laughs> so uh, and one of the things that they had a, an issue with was um, the, uh, I should have written this down. It was a name, the name problem, whatever, it, maybe J, J name, Janet, J- Jesse, something. I don't know. Um, it's not that when you're just trying to like remember names, you remember them by J names. It's no, not the J name it's problem. It's 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 a name. It's an it's a person's name that was constructed for mm. an example, and it is the idea was saying like this person 
has all of these has this kind of history and your job is to decide whether it's more likely that she's a bank teller or she's a bank teller that participated in a feminist movement <laughs> the two genders <laughs> <laughs> and so and you're supposed to, like if you don't stop and think about it your initial reaction your fast reaction your system one reaction as Kahneman would say is that she pro- is probably a feminist based on the things you've told me um therefore i think the second option but his but like the odds of her being like just like strict strictly mathematically she is more likely to be a bank teller than a bank teller and a feminist right yeah so so and this is like see you're stupid (laughs) and like (laughs) and mike and gray were like stop it you got like you gotta stop doing this you gotta stop being like don't think about it just react see you're stupid you gotta stop doing that which i totally agree uh-huh. However, are there st- like is there science behind this book? Does he have citations? I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Cites all the studies, all the best studies, mm-hmm. all the um, great studies. And women are from waffles and men are from <laughs> spaghetti. I don't know what that means, but uh, the what in this example in particular. It, this is a language issue more than a rationality issue. And this is something I've noticed in both this book and in, like, Harry Potter and the Methods of Rationality or uh, the a comp- the blog posts that were compiled into a book from the same guy who wrote Harry Potter and the mm-hmm. Methods of Rationality. Um, the same example came up where, like, people were way more likely to vote to guess or like say that she's more likely to be both a bank teller and a feminist, even though mathematically that can't be true because it's framed as, because in language Mm -hmm. in this, there's a whole other, there's, this is not the point of the book at all, but in this very particular example, I think the places where a book falls apart are some of the most interesting places to look at the point it's trying to make. And the place that this book falls apart is, like, the English language, which is kind of a fundamental one. If you ask someone whether someone is more likely to be a bank teller or a bank teller and a feminist, what that translates to logically in their head, or at least it does for me and for everyone I've asked, which is just my partner, to be honest, um, what it translates to logically is bank teller and feminist or bank teller and not feminist. That's what Mm -hmm. someone means when they say something like that. Right. And that's what we've been trained to do to, to expect our entire lives. as English speakers. Uh huh. So therefore your study is stupid and bad. And I'm not stupid. You're stupid. Lobjan would have poetry. So there, I think one of the great things about language is that like, we have idioms <laughs> and that is a kind of idiom of like 
do you want coffee or do you want coffee without milk? Or do you want a latte or do you want a latte without milk? Right? Yeah. And then we can start talking about the defaults. Ah. Mm -hmm. Do you want a normal latte or do you want a latte without milk? It's all very interesting stuff and way more deserving of a book than thinking fast Uh and slow. Come at me, Daniel Kahneman. Dude was born in 1934. Oh. The 5th of March. What's that make him? I bet you can just Google Daniel Kahneman um, star sign. That feels like the kind of thing that Knowledge Graph could just pull up for you. Yeah, Pisces. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes they give you a chance to say, like, where did this information come from? Um, But they don't. That's bad. That's bad information design. I don't know what that says about him. I'm not that well versed in things, but I do know that um that is the kind of thing that Google would have been like, ah, you can you can do this now. Look. Um Isn't like technology one, amazing? Yeah, isn't it incredible? We can have our neural network kind of remember what you were talking about before. You can say Who's the president? And then you can say, how tall is he? And we know who he is. Amazing. You can replicate the language understanding of a second grader is when you learn about antecedents and pronouns. I couldn't tell you. That's all I had to say. There was one example in the book and in the podcast that they talked about it. And I just had to say something because... They, I feel like they didn't quite touch on the fact that that's not what that means in English. Mm-hmm. When you were 16, did you have the same beefs with the book? Or is this something that like you're recontextualizing a little bit now and being like, okay, wait, actually. I think I, I, I certainly am recontextualizing. Uh-huh. I am mostly recontextualizing the book I read more recently, which is rationality from ais to zombies by someone who knows wrong and um similar like language traps that i didn't i I didn't quite have the words for before um i think mostly when i was 16 i just kind of absorbed this information and didn't really like think about it in a Mm -hmm. like like i could repeat it back to you probably but i couldn't like say i agree or disagree with this right yeah i feel like fair because it i don't i don't know if that's worth doing (laughs) given all of that i think the takeaway that i've got is that when you're 16 and your brain is still developing um there's a lot of substances that you shouldn't be allowed to access and one of them is daniel kahneman Sounds like it's just detrimental to your health. I think it turned out all right. Yeah. Only because I was really, it's, in fact, let's go to my, I was going to say I was only fine because I was vaccinated by uh, an even more boring book that I couldn't pull from my brain. So we're going to look up, see if I put it on my Goodreads. Can I, yeah, date read The Giving Tree, I think might have been it um yeah no uh definitely i read 
Animal Farm, Way Too Young, mm-hmm. Lord of the Flies. Should not have been reading that. I read those one after the other. <laughs> <laughs> I had one wow, summer. Literature. I was like, I'm going to read all the classics. Mm, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, speaking of um, people that we idolized in in uh, earlier years and then came to realize they had reprehensible um thoughts but the media that they created was kind of interesting um the guy who made minecraft was a a bad guy correct and we don't like him and he's canceled now very much so notch if you're one is his his name is his handle Uh at least he also has a name but it's not voldemort Uh would you like to hear about me fighting with uh the I think most of the major tech companies, (laughs) it's not true. Um, Just some of them. Mm -hmm. We'll get to Facebook later. Yeah. I'm here to be Zach, so uh, bear with me a little bit. (laughs) If I seem a little angry, I I am. Okay. Okay. Um, Proprietary BS is making my life harder than it needs to be again. Uh, Mm -hmm. So some background. Uh, I really like the video game Minecraft. Uh, I have played more than a thousand hours of it. Uh, that's what your transition was. And I, yeah. I sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's try again. Yeah, definitely. Uh, don't want to talk about that guy. <laughs> we don't talk about that guy, but that, it is a good game and he's no longer evolved. So I, uh-huh. I, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, I really we, like. We literally separated the art from the artist. <laughs> Physically, he's <laughs> no longer allowed on the project. Um, I really like Minecraft. I have over a thousand hours in the game, uh, and everything is bad in my life because uh, proprietary stuff is making my life hard. Excuse me. There are two versions of the game, the Bedrock mm-hmm. Edition and the Java Edition. Um, I play the game on my Mac because it is the computer that I have. And the Java Edition is the only one that will run on the Mac. And Java applications are typically cross-platform, but if a certain platform makes up only a small percentage of your user base, there's going to be some quirks. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those quirks is that the control key... Uh, on Mac changes a left click to a right click um, for legacy reasons mostly um, this actually I actually like that behavior um, and I use it pretty frequently for apps like logic where I can map right click to a particular to a particular tool without needing to find another way to open a menu about a specific region or something like that mm-hmm. where like a right click would be useful but I also use it infrequently enough that I'd rather just have the right click mapped to a different tool than the standard pointer. Right. Yeah. Um, control in Minecraft is mapped to the sprint button or the sprint action by default and the sprint button shift button. Damn. I'm really struggling. And the shift button makes the character crouch. 
um, every other PC game with a sprint mechanic that I've played has the shift key activate the sprint. So like 100 years ago, when I started playing the game, I switched the sprint and crouch buttons. So the control makes the character crouch and the shift makes them sprint. That's weird. I'm a monster, I know. <laughs> it's You're not a monster. It's just weird. It's like... For a while, the inventory button was I, and then it was E. That was like, okay, I need to, <laughs> I need to just go in there and make it I again, because it is less ergonomic. But it is where my brain's at right now. Uh, and so all this was fine for a long time, but there were some annoyances that really only get more annoying after playing with them for a thousand hours. Mm-hmm. Like being able to being unable to crouch and left click is really frustrating sometimes because crouching it, i don't know if it's worth going into why like you'd want to do that but it's useful it's really useful and mm-hmm. it can be difficult to replicate if you have your bindings set up like that um there are also some inventory slash crafting actions that use the control button, and I ha- and I have some quality of life mods for the game that would work way better if control left click was a thing I could do at all. Mm-hmm. But and I didn't want to just put the controls back to default, particularly because it would only really fix the crouch left click problem, and I'd be left with a different problem, which is now that I can't sprint and left click. Mm-hmm. So I wanted a setup where shift is crouch like it is by default because I, I need to retrain my brain. Mm-hmm. And sprint is button four on my mouse. Uh, what does your mouse look like? I'm glad you asked, Zach. My mouse is a Logitech MX Master 3. It has okay. seven buttons in total and comes with a Logi, Logi Options app. That serves mm-hmm. as a nice UI for mapping those buttons to system functions. Um, it looks like this. It has a mm-hmm. scroll wheel here. It has left and right click, a little button on the top here. It has a horizontal scroll wheel, which I actually really like. That's um, so good. It has two buttons here by your thumb and right. a seventh button down here. Um, like if you slam your thumb down? Basically, yeah. Kind of. It's not so much a slam, but yeah. Uh, So I thought, how hard could this be? (laughs) Surely I just need to go into the Logi Options app and say, when you're in Minecraft, make, just do, just make it sprint. Make button four sprint. How hard could this be? And you could make it like numpad three or something and then just map numpad three to Exactly. Something I wouldn't use otherwise. Right. Um and certainly not control. Got I scrolled while I was demonstrating the scroll wheel. Uh <laughs> so I have to find my place again. Um before getting this mouse, I was using the Better Touch Tool app for the same purpose. Uh but I had I had some problems getting everything to work right with the MX Master. I later learned that the Logi Options app is the thing causing these issues. Um, 
but since Logi Option said it could do everything I needed it to do anyway, I just used it instead, and it was working for like a year. Mm -hmm. uh, but Logi Options cannot create an app-specific binding for the Java container that runs Minecraft. <laughs> I think this is because Minecraft recompiles. Might not that might not be the technically correct term. Uh, it it just like remakes the app every time you launch it, and like puts it in a different spot, <laughs> like a runtime type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so like Which I'm is not a DRM thing, right? Probably, yeah. It probably makes changes easier, but I imagine yeah, DRM updates. is a big part of it. Mm -hmm. So I start Googling, and unfortunately for me, the community of people that play Minecraft on a Mac and use an MX Master 3 mouse and care enough to want to change the default bindings of the game, <laughs> and knows enough about all how all this software should interact, uh, knows enough to come up with a, sol a solution, it's not a very large amount of people. Uh-huh. Um, I started by trying to break it into smaller parts. Like, how can, since I can't, like, Google the whole thing, I need to Google it in pieces and try to put the pieces together. Um, so, like, how can I have app-specific settings uh, that will work in Minecraft? Mm -hmm. um, how can I get my mouse to interact with that software? How can I get Minecraft to accept these inputs? Uh, so first things first, how can I get my mouse to do different things for every other app on the system and Minecraft? Everything else and Minecraft. That's okay. the only Normal two categories. Minecraft behavior. Let's, let's just say it's not the only app I want, uh, app specific settings for, but let's say it is, let's make the problem as simple as possible. Uh-huh. Um, and it turns out someone made a conditional activation group, which is a thing for the Better Touch Tool app that works with Minecraft. Problem solved. Mm -hmm. All I have to do is get the mouse to work with Better Touch Tool. <laughs> <laughs> because, of course, Better Touch Tool is way more customizable than Logi Options because Logitech does right. not care. Right. Um. So ideally, I think I'd leave Logi options running and just pass the inputs into the user space or whatever is actually happening behind the scenes. Because Better Touch Tool does not recognize the mouse at all. It, I, you, it says, like, pick a shortcut, and you click on the thing, and you press the button, and then it just nothing happens. Mm -hmm. But since... Logi options was running it was taking that input and saying i got it don't worry and better right. touch tool was not receiving that input at all uh yeah so logitech is a, it's probably not meant to be anti-competitive but it ends up being mm -hmm. um so to try to get around this i tried uninstalling Logi options <laughs> but since right. my other that makes sense yeah Right? Like, just uh -huh. work like a normal mouse, please. Right. Um, but since my other app-specific settings, mostly for Logic, were in there, I created a Logitech account so that they would be backed up in the Clued, and I could mm -hmm. retrieve them if my experiment didn't work. 
Uh, and once I did that, Better Touch Tool started being able to recognize the buttons on my mouse. We're a step closer. Good. Sadly, though. <laughs> button five, the thumb button, the, you know, slam your thumb down button. Uh-huh. Uh, in Logi options, I had it mapped to activating mission control which is a way for me to see all the open windows and desktops that I have open. Right. And I can just click the one I want to be active. Mm -hmm. And that's just like... And over the past year and a bit, however long I've had this mouse, pushing the thumb button to switch windows has become like the only way to switch windows. (laughs) Which is to say, I need this functionality more than I need extra buttons in Minecraft. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty surprised to see that the thumb button of my mouse activated the command tab menu by default, which is uh, similar to the alt tab thing in Windows. Ah, weird. And it do- and nothing like Logi Options was uninstalled, Better Touch Tool wasn't trying to handle it. In fact, it couldn't handle it. It was similar to what was happening with the other buttons. Um, it seems like with no extra software telling it to do that, it activated the command tab menu. Hmm. And I was surprised that I couldn't change this behavior at all without Logi options. At least I couldn't figure out a way to do it. Right. Like I said, Better Touch Tool didn't seem to register that input at all. And I couldn't find anything in the Mac OS settings. Um, mm-hmm. But it could register like the, the other buttons that you were trying to remap, right? Yeah. Button button three and four was working. Um, scroll wheel was working. All that was good. Um, but I need I need that button. Mm-hmm. So uh, so at this point, it appears that it appeared rather that I needed to have Logi options installed to get my thumb button to do what i want it to do so i reinstall it it prompts me to log into the app to restore my settings i click the login button it opens up a web page in safari i log in and it uh it, it, it the safari pops up a thing like open in logi options and i'm like sure it's obviously passing some information along that's fine mm-hmm. um it's trying to pass along my successful login and then the app says something went wrong and that I should please try again. Mm. Which I do many times before giving up and accepting that uh, my settings are gone until the next update comes out. And this is the universe's way of telling me I should not be messing with this. <laughs> um, I, I did do a bit more Googling, though, and I found out that Logi Options does have an interesting behavior that could be utilized uh, it doesn't seem to think that the Java container is an app at all. So it keeps the app-specific settings of the last used app before uh, making the Java container the first responder. So I created some app-specific settings for the Minecraft launcher, the last real app mm-hmm. that I would be using before using the app itself. And things seem to carry over. Um, that is until you want to use another app for a second and then everything breaks, Mm -hmm. um, or until Logi options seemingly randomly stops working and you just have to open up the launcher again 
and uh, try to get everything reset. And if I'm being honest with myself, I kind of knew that it was a hack and it was never really going to work the way I wanted it to. <laughs> but I was hopeful. And that's basically where I am now. Uh, I'm basically just deeply angry because all Logitech needs to do is add an option to the Logi Options app to add to just like act like a normal mouse sometimes right <laughs> like give me a button like this middle button i uh, never use that ever mm-hmm. if i press this button be a normal mouse that's all i need you to do yeah but no <sighs> so can you there's no like profiles or anything not as far as i could tell yeah so this is I just want a quick recap of everything that I want. And there will be a call to action at the end. Mm -hmm. I want to keep using my MacBook Pro to play Minecraft. I'm going to be as specific as I can. Okay, right. I want my MX Master 3 mouse, which I actually really like most of the time. It's like, it's a good shape. My hand, my wrists don't dislike it for uh, RSI reasons. And... Um, I want my MX Master 3 mouse to work like a normal mouse most of the time. You know, left click, right click, scrolling, just mm-hmm. be a mouse. Um, <laughs> oh, you do computers? <laughs> left click, right click, scrolling, mouse behavior? This is a joke that's funny to only people who are on Twitter and only like within (laughs) the two week period of recording this. That's okay. (laughs) I want the thumb button to activate mission control all the time, no matter what. Mm -hmm. I want button three and button four to switch between desktop spaces most of the time. When in particular apps, I want to map button three and four to a different behavior. In the Java container for Minecraft, and I'll accept any Java containers if that's easier, because I only ever use Java containers for Minecraft, I want mm-hmm. button 3 and 4 to be mapped to something that the Minecraft app can recognize in the controls menu. Ideally, this would just be button 3 and 4 inputs, but I would accept a solution if it was a keystroke or something. I also want the solution to work no less than 99% of the time without needing to reopen the Minecraft launcher or a different app periodically to re-engage the controls. I don't want to disable system integrity protection. (laughs) Nor do I want to use software that is created by an unidentified developer, which is to say, I don't want to disable Gatekeeper. And Jared, if you have a solution that meets this criteria... Tell Zach on Twitter, please. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, there's a couple of restrictions in there that throw any plans <laughs> that I might have had out the window. <laughs> it's really weird. Have you just looked up that the Better Touch tool doesn't register button five? I'm, I'm, I was trying to avoid doing this live, but we're gonna we can we can troubleshoot this live if we want. Okay. Like, so first result, when you search Better Touch Tool MX Master 3, 
is the is MX Master's three horizontal button, which I think is the same button that we're all talking about. You they they act like keyboard shortcuts, so you need to record them in the keyboard section. It's not good, not good, not what I want. Because I don't know how to intercept the. You know, maybe I'll uninstall Better Touch or uh, Logi options again. See if I can get this to work. Anyway, I'm just I just wanted to bitch about it. I was really frustrated yeah. with it, and like I, I I I couldn't help but go like. If Logitech just did this, if Minecraft just did this, if Apple just did this, if Mojang just did this, you know, if mm-hmm. Mojang had a app that Logi options could lock onto. Right. That is, you're you're definitely in an edge case. Yeah, I, I definitely I will say am. that. Which is like the most frustrating place to be in a computer because they always exist and they're never <laughs> cared for. My other idea was just to author an app that's like a little white square mm. that you can click into. So you don't at least have to reopen the Minecraft launcher. You can just click into the white square and then back to Minecraft. You know, um, But that's not 99% of the time. It's true. And honestly, that still might be better than... Because what I don't want to do is... I have a very, like, again, a thousand hours of doing it one way and then Mm -hmm. i don't want to change my habit and then have to change it again or change it back would be much worse i think Mm -hmm. so um yeah i want i want to get this right before i commit to it because i think it'll make my gameplay experience better but not if i keep having to switch it Mm -hmm. do you have enough hard drive space to dual boot into windows no. Okay. That's probably for the best. I'm going to add, I want to use Mac OS on my <laughs> MacBook Pro. <laughs> Keep using Mac OS on my MacBook Pro to play Minecraft. Speaking of other games, and in fact, yeah. other games that you can only play on Windows, unfortunately. Oh. Windows and Android. <laughs> For now, wow, they've got a, a vendetta. It's a game called Super Auto Pets. It's free to play and it's very fun and I recommend it. Uh, it is an auto battler, which is a type of game in which you pick out your your squad, I suppose. And your squad has a certain set of things they do during their turn Mm -hmm. and you compete against another squad someone else's squad and you're once you start the the fight i guess uh Mm -hmm. you the player has no interaction with their squad um the only interaction they have is between rounds when you uh maybe upgrade your animals or get different animals um and that's so that's the style of game. It's an auto battler. So it's an RPG, but you don't choose the moves. Uh, yes. Um, there's no role playing though. It's just a game, right? <laughs> there's not role playing in Pokemon either. Fair, but yeah. Um, 
it's it's really fun. I have a good really good time with it. I'm not very good at it, but um, mm-hmm. it uh, if you have access to your partner's old Windows laptop, uh, it does not need very much computing power. It's because it's very cartoony and yeah. If the game isn't running properly, try to use a different browser than Brave. <laughs> uh, it is playable on the web. Oh, really? That must be new. It wasn't when I last checked. That is awesome news because I don't want to play on my partner's laptop. On itch.io, which is made with a lot of Go. I've been reading so many blog posts by Faster Than Lime, um, who used to work at itch.io. Itch.io, I don't know. Whatever. Um Okay, so I've got an otter and a duck and an otter and a honey. And I can buy an animal. Oh, I don't have an otter and a duck and a honey. I need to... Ah, you can get B. Give him yeah. B. Uh, it is. It has a pay-to-win element. I don't think it's actually pay-to-win. It's just pay-to-get-different animals which are should be like roughly the same as the free to play ones but there's always some advantage and more variety. Mhm. But yeah, each of these animals, like I got an ant, a fish, and an otter, and if you buy the otter, it'll give one of the animals in your squad uh plus 1 power and plus 1 health. And if the ant dies in battle, it'll give a different friend plus 2 power plus 1 health. And you can get some really interesting, like, strategies and combinations. Um, mm. And I, I just think it's really fun. And Yeah. yeah. Plus, uh, I got in early enough. I got the, uh, I got a really good username that I'm not, that I'm not going to say. And it's, um, it's asynchronous. So you, there's no time limit. Um, you will be fighting a real other person. But um, there's no, like, pressure to do things in a certain amount of time. And if you, like, quit halfway through, it'll save your progress. Okay. Uh, They fixed an error where random generation wasn't random. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's Um, also is I should mention. Or no, that's just a link to the web version. (laughs) Cool. Well, I will I will go play that because that looks fascinating. I have to close this tab, otherwise my computer will melt. Super Auto Pets. I was thinking that is the the if I had to come up with a genre of the kind of games that I enjoy, a lot of times it is Super Auto Pets. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I like best with modded Minecraft is that you can um, breed chickens to generate resources. Mm-hmm with the chickens mod um and then you can just keep taking care of your chickens and they'll give you redstone or whatever and that that is a a kind of super auto pet um or anything where you like define a region and you're like okay all of the drones that i've got go manage this area and then they go off and they do that and then they come back and they've got all the rocks or whatever that's good stuff super auto pets um 
there's probably a better name for that genre, but it's good. Yeah. Actually, wait, I'm interested to know where did you find out about Super Auto Pets? I found out about it via a YouTuber slash streamer that I like, Northern Lion. Ah, sick. He started playing it. I don't know how he found out about it. Probably um, the Steam new games list. Mm Mm-hmm. Is he at the scale where people are like giving him codes like, hey, here's a game. Try this one. Uh, almost certainly yeah although i mean it's not terribly often because he always marks it with like a advertisement thing mm-hmm. but um yeah definitely he gets those from time to time i think that's neat i was curious i, I ruined my transition but it's okay um... may i i do want to just say that i am not formally recommending northern lion i think it is a particular taste um <laughs> Not necessarily that you definitely won't like it, but like, uh, like he he doesn't like edit videos. He just kind of (laughs) like, he's a variety streamer, right? So he just like Uh plays, plays a game for an hour and then take, takes the VOD from Twitch and posts it on YouTube. So, right. Do you still have, um, are you still keeping spreadsheets? No, that was just for the one game, which he has stopped playing. Okay. Speaking of stopping playing games... Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, I have not been learning about new new games to play from Northern Lion, Lion, Northern Lion or any other streamers um, because I have been spending all of my media-consuming time watching... Uh, various Apple TV shows, and then also Squid Game. Liz, have you seen Squid Game? I have not seen Squid Game. Um, at this moment, I don't plan to watch Squid Game. That's uh, fine. Okay. Not for any ideological reasons, just I don't tend to like the Black Mirror sort of thing, which I'm getting the vibe that it is. Yeah. In that they go society's kind of kind of messed up huh wouldn't it be like whack if it was more messed up um and that is kind of the the thrust of it mm-hmm. so this will be a spoiler free i have been watching a lot of squid game and here's what i think about it um and it's also a note free i've been watching a lot of squid game and here's what i think about okay. it. okay <laughs> uh so squid game has nine episodes i have watched all nine um mostly at on hours of the night I would not recommend that. It's a bad winding down TV show. <laughs> I can um, only imagine. <laughs> it's uh, sometimes media does a thing where it influences you because you are a monkey and you go like, wow, there's there's things happening on the screen to other monkeys and I'm worried about them or I feel feelings because of the things happening on the screen, right? Um, and maybe Daniel Kahneman, because he's thinking so slow, um, is not thinking about all the other monkeys on the screen. He knows that it's a screen. He knows that they're not real monkeys. Um, He's not getting primed. No. Couldn't be. But sometimes you watch a media and you're like, oh my God, I am feeling many feelings from this media. And the thing is, I know people who who do this like very outwardly. And when I first met them, I was like, holy cow, you do this very outwardly. That's such a strange thing. And I watched Squid Game and then I like tried to function and 
turns out um if you just try and swallow all of the feelings that the media gives you that's also not a good idea um i said also as if doing it outwardly is a bad idea it's not uh feel your feelings jared yeah jared um it took me until squid game to to fully process that um and i still have not fully processed that that would be wild that would be the end of an arc for sure um it's a very high stakes show i'm going to make a tangent now have you seen nanette what was it nanette the comedy uh by hannah gadsby it is a very good um comedy special and at the end there's a little uh lecture about the way that like media is made to make you feel things and um a good person doing media whether it's comedy or a tv show or a movie or whatever is going to um understand the flow of emotion that people are going to feel moving through their media um and a lot of times like with a sitcom you kind of know okay we're gonna go five minutes and we're going to get introduced to the problem and then it's going to go it's going to ramp up we're going to get a little more stressed about this thing it's going to get more frenetic and then maybe five minutes to the end we'll have a resolution and denouement denouement the 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 part where you're going back down the hill of story um (laughs) denouement and squid game is a it's a foreign tv show it is korean um and that's part of the reason i started watching it is i partially netflix was like everybody loves squid game come watch squid game um and i and i was like i'm not so sure about that netflix i feel like maybe you have vested interest in me becoming interested in this uh, piece of media they said everybody loves it you should come watch it it's number one in the u.s i don't know if they're telling the truth i have no way of knowing that even if they're not at first they probably will be because if they're saying to everyone in the u.s that this is number Uh one in the u.s then everyone's gonna be like well i mean if it's number one in the number if it's number one in the u.s maybe i'll uh give it a shot yeah. So I thought, oh, it's number one in the U.S. I should give this a shot. Um, <laughs> and I did. I gave it a shot. And I um, was thinking about, okay, this is a foreign film, right? It's um, in not film, foreign movie. And so you can either watch it dubbed or did I just do that? Did I really just do that? Yeah. It's a foreign TV show. Mm-hmm. And you can choose to watch it dubbed or subbed. Um, And I chose to go with subtitles just because it was weirder to see people. Um, Yeah. And I like when their lips don't match the words. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of like, this character is hiding behind a mask or this character is a disembodied voice kind of things that... um, mean probably if you're watching a dub it's not the end of the world in the way that if it's like a close-up we're just doing shots of people's faces all the time Mm -hmm. um you would have a much harder time getting into the world of it while it's dubbed um 
And so I was thinking, okay, this is, I want to just like figure out how they're doing language different about this thing. Um, it's about the excesses of global capitalism, always down for that. And you can kind of like start at the beginning and be like, oh, okay, I think this is about uh, class and how it's bad right now. Um, and then you look at the takes on Twitter and everyone's like, it's bad right now in Korea in a very specific way that is informed by U.S. imperialism. And you're like, oh, no. And then you get to like episode five and you're like, oh, no. Oh, that was what made me watch it for the first couple episodes. And then after that, I was like, OK, let's see where this goes. Let's see what point they're trying to make. I don't know if I don't have the points to connect what the point is they're trying to make, too. Or if they're not trying to make a point, I can't tell. Mm. Um, I bet, yeah, that, I bet that's difficult to discern for sure. And like, there's some general overtures of like global capitalism is bad for everyone involved. Um, that feels like that feels like a very small thing to say in nine episodes of a very action-packed show. There's probably some more going on. Yeah. And I would I would recommend it with a lot of asterisks. It was gorier than I would normally have watched. And I think without all of those things of, okay, this is coming from another country, coming from a different culture. It's number one in America right now. And Netflix thinks that it must be important. Um and I want to see where this goes. I want to see what they're doing with it. I don't think I would have stomached the gore. Um, and there's probably a lot of wonderful sh- shots of people and gore that I just didn't see because I closed my eyes. Because I was like, oh, this is going to be a gory shot. And I'm just not going to look at it. And I think I still consumed the media, you know? I admire um, the self-restraint. I, I, I have a... I think personally I would have a tough time like closing my eyes. Like I would close my eyes and then I'd peek because I'm the worst, I think. <laughs> would you make a big show of it too? <laughs> uh, it, I guess it depends on um, uh-huh. who you're whether showing I, to. Yeah, w- whether I'm performing or not. That's fair. Um, And the other asterisk is that with all of that gore, uh, it mostly builds. Every episode is building. Uh, like I was saying that most media creators are going to kind of understand the, um, the flow of emotions you're going to feel and they'll go up and down and I you see. will just feel more and more and more and more and more emotions about all of this. And there's no like, okay, and here we go. That sounds and now awful. we're going to go start building back up. It's like, okay, here's nine episodes and you go up and up and up and up. And then there's 20 minutes at the end. Here you go. Um, Sounds very bingeable. I th- think if you l- can stomach the gore and if you can stomach the like, okay, I'm very worried about these monkeys. If you are the kind of person to be like, I'm worried about these monkeys and I just want to see this through to the end. Um, it is a, the kind of thing that you could binge. Yeah. I am neither of those people. I think it's very weird that more people are buying clothing <laughs> from clothing manufacturers that uh i don't know probably just knowing how clothing manufacturers are exploit somebody's labor um 
because the clothing was featured on the show, that's a weird thing. Kind of not the point. I didn't hear about this, but that's hilarious in a really f***ed up way. Yeah, white vans are like at like their 10-year maximum of demand because and you can go on Amazon and buy like the soldier mask. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Uh the one thing, one other thing that was very interesting is that there is a little bit of dialogue where American characters speak in English. Um and it's like, oh, this is this is what a person writing dialogue for a Korean show imagines Americans to speak like. Oh, that's right? hilarious. That sounds really interesting, actually. And so there's some of that and there's some of like probably I imagine writing to a lower common denominator of like, we're going to write this show and it's mostly for a Korean audience as we're writing it. And so Mm -hmm. we're not going to write like using a bunch of American slang or whatever. Sure. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's not what the thought was, but that's my guess because it was, it, I was listening to it and like, this is not how people talk. (laughs) If, if you are definitely not going to watch it, I think it's the kind of show that benefits from not being spoiled. Um, okay. But if I'm you not are definitely gonna, not going to watch it, go I'm ahead. Not gonna, I'm not going to commit to not watching it just yet. Um, okay. I, my, my partner's interested in watching it. And I said that I was going to, they're going to watch the first episode. Tell me if they think that I would enjoy it and if they think i do then i'll watch episode one and then we'll go together from there Mm -hmm. but if not then i'll I'll know as soon as they watch the first episode probably okay um it might still be worth just like looking for a clip of um these american characters yeah I, i was thinking that would be really interesting to see yeah but like overall like if if you can stomach all uh-huh. the things you said you'd be able to, you didn't really, stu- you couldn't really stomach, would you recommend it? <laughs> yeah. Um, where I'm at with it is that I would watch a season two if there was one. All right. I don't know how to do recommendations, but that like I can, that's the bar by which I'm setting like, okay, yeah, I am interested enough in this world and this story to see where season two goes if there is one. There you have it, folks. Um, Jared, we're we're running short on time here, as you can tell, because it is nearly the end of the episode. Um, that is the way that this works. Uh, but I want to give you a little teaser of what's uh, what is to come. Um, you might be aware that at some point in the past, uh, Facebook's servers were unreachable for roughly six hours. Um, and I, I've been looking into that, looking into like what happened from a level that I can understand. And then maybe a level that Jared can understand and we'll see. Uh, and as I've been looking through this, the whole thing reminds me of a time years ago, uh, when Google was down for an hour or something. And I saw a comment, um, probably on Reddit or Hacker News or something, that it was a problem 
with the robot that made the robot that made the robot that made google.com show you the right thing like i said in the pre-show turing machines were a mistake were a mistake it's just hacks on hacks on hacks <laughs> you you thought the logi options were bad <laughs> should see the inside of facebook and google and now a PSA from the Worrying Bugs. Quoth John Gruber. You might think that as the creator of Markdown, that I'm in favor of seeing it in use everywhere. That is wrong. In fact, in recent years, I think Markdown is in use in far too many places. This has been a PSA from the Worrying Bugs. Jared, if you know how to make Minecraft work with my mouse. Or if... You are actively pursuing better relationships with your friends in a conscious way, in a slow-thinking way um, that I could perhaps emulate. You can reach out and let me know about it. I'm on Twitter at...